Hey, what? What you got going on over there? I'm boiling some water. Why? Because I can. Oh. Well, I've got some salt. Oh yeah, yeah. Got a lot of it. We'll bring it over here. Throw some in the water. Okay. Okay. We'll throw some salt in the boiling water. There you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a lot of salt. Yeah, I told you I had a lot of salt. I didn't know you would throw that much salt in it. How well I did. All right. So what we've got here is not a failure to communicate, but a boiling cauldron of hot, salty water. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So while we've got this. I don't know. You approached me with the salt. Okay. 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 Hi there. What you guys got boiling? What's this fancy boy got to say to us? What's that? What you got boiling there? I smell salt in the air. Yeah, it's salt. But you're boiling a lot of it in water in that big cauldron there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, I've got some peanuts. Hey, how are you doing, boys? Well, get away from me! Don't shake my hand, man. I didn't reach my hand out to you to shake your hand. I, I, I am just a friendly fella, and I've got a lot of peanuts. I'd like to throw some peanuts in that giant cauldron of salty boiling water. Would that be all right with you? Well, well, I don't know. What do you think? I think it might be worth a shot. I mean, what have we got going on? We've got a bowl, a big bowling, boiling cauldron of hot salty water. Yeah, but <laughs> what are we gonna do with that? It'd be nice if we could probably add some food to it. Well, what's he got? Some, some silly little peanuts. We don't have any room for peanuts here. We're waiting for some cow, for some pork, or something like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How many peanuts do you've got? I've got a lot of peanuts. I've got. Dozens and dozens of pounds. I'll throw it in there, because it smells so good. I guarantee you, maybe it'll come out something edible. Well, what do you think? Well, all right then. Let's do it. Allow him. I'll allow him. What do you mean? I'll allow him. I'll allow him too. We will allow you to dump your peanuts in our giant cauldron of. Hot salty water. 
All right, then. Here we are. All right. Oh, that was nice. Finally got them off my back. So what are we going to do with all this? Well, hold on. Hold on, do you smell that? Yeah, I smell it. I smell it too, lads. Oh, that smells divine. It does smell quite good. It does smell quite good. Let's let it sit for a few hours while we go and get fucked up. <laughs> Let's see if she crazy and I've got to come and shut a Jameson. Let's do it. <laughs> right, on, on, right, on. Run. Oh, my goodness, do you smell it, lads? Yeah, I smell it. It smells really good. I smell it too. Oh, I want to crack one open. Here we go. Be careful, it's hot boiling water. Oh, 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 it's hot, it's hot. I told you that, I told you that, it's hot. Okay. Oh, it's soft and softy. Suck the water out of the shell. Oh, my goodness, it's so good. Oh my god, he's giving me hard on, he's sucking it so hard. You know, what does it taste like, lad? What does it taste like? Delicious. And that is how hot boiled peanuts came about to be so predominant in the South. Hilliard Show. You know, one day, the goal is for a vast majority of those in power is to have us not read and write. And that's a that's one of the biggest cruxes of the advancement in the modern age is that they're taking away reading and writing. It's starting in small areas. Lots of schools here in the United States, and I'm sure elsewhere. It's not only happening here. It can't be only happening here. It can't be exclusive. I'm sure it's happening everywhere else, at least in a lot of other places. They're doing away with the teaching of cursive writing. (laughs) And that's just the beginning. That's one form of writing, like one of the most traditional and old school ways there is of writing that is taught here in the modern age over the last couple of hundred years at least, I'm sure. Cursive handwriting, how to write in cursive. Of course, when it was coming out new, they thought, okay, this is how we write. They didn't call it cursive in the beginning. It was just handwriting. And then as we evolved and became slacker and slacker, because it does take more effort to write cursively, 
than it does just to write in all caps or sloppy Dr. Scratch, whatever. Uh, you know, like as we evolved, we started allowing more and more handwriting styles in, and then, you know, but we still, I went to school. When I was in elementary school, they taught cursive handwriting. When my nieces went to school, they taught cursive handwriting. But some schools over the last couple of years have actually, some communities have said, okay, it's okay to do away with the teaching of cursive handwriting. So it starts there. And then, parallel to that, and actually before that, many years before that, tech got involved. And they said, you know what? We're going to cite these psychologists and these doctors and these studies, and they're going to say that you know, words can only transfer so much. Images are actually more impactful to the human psyche during conversation, even though we've been writing and reading and talking to each other face-to-face since the dawn of time. And so, and it's happened with me. I, I, I can get it. This is where they have some believability is and, and, and the selling point is that I have misunderstood what people have texted me before and people have misunderstood what I have texted them before and it can happen and so if you, you send a little emoji a, a smiling face with some drool coming out of it or a smiling face with hearts for eyes or a smiling face like tilted to the side winking, laughing Mouth open, tongue agape, or, 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 or t- mouth open, mouth agape, whatever. Uh, and then you have a smiling emoji with the mouth agape, tilted, eyes winking, and tears coming out like it's laughing so hard that it's crying. And we've always felt that. We've always felt moments like that where you laugh so hard you cried, or your stomach hurt, or your cheeks hurt. We've all felt these ways. So, of course, these emojis do help in conversation, but they also contribute to the use of less words, right? And less text, less, the, the, le, the you know, the fewer bits of text you get, the fewer moments of reading you have. So, when text is gone, reading is gone automatically. This all spells big, big future problems, because in the future... Where it's going, if you follow the trend, everybody's doing what I'm doing right now as I broadcast this podcast, as I record it, rather. And uh, that would be nice to one day broadcast the podcast. I'm not going to lie, that's cool. Um, But uh, a podcast broadcast. Anyway, I'm a tree and a branch. Anyway, so it's where it's going to go is in the future, there won't be any texts. You're going to be able to talk in your phone, and you'll tell it to send that, and you'll go through it, edit it if you want, and then you just send it. And that's what a lot of people do anyways already right now. And then after that, the next phase of the evolution will be where we have a chip in our brain and we can have the projection in front of us and we can do the whole CSI 
crime screen lab thing, you know, the digital screen in front of them where they're waving their fingers across here and there, hither and thither, and that's it. And it's going to be projected through our eye lenses or our glasses that we wear in the beginning, you know, whatever, and we'll be able to manipulate these texts and everything, and we, we won't have to actually type anything. It'll be a speaking, it'll record it, and we can edit it out then. But that would take reading, right? So you would have to read it. So the next evolution will be when we don't even have to have the digital screen in front of us. It will be technology that will make us um, telekinetic. It will make us tele-whatever. It will make us where we can almost read each other's minds. That That will be what it would appear to be on the surface. But it will be technology where we just transfer information to one another that we've, you know, people with whom we've connected or made a digital connection to, a physiological digital connection to, and we can just communicate with them immediately and, you know, in the snap of a finger, and there's no texting at all. And when there's no texting, there's no reading. When there's no reading, there's no true, secure foundation of security for documents, I don't know, like the Magna Carta, or even more prominent and even more important nowadays, especially, although they're all connected, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights. When people don't read these, they will be forgotten because powers that be will make sure they are forgotten, will make sure they are not taught. It will be phased out. Teaching of the United States history, even though as shoddy as it is right now in public schools, will get even worse. If you can imagine that, when there is no text. When there is only verbal communication. And then telekinetic communication. Through the vibrations on the airwaves. And I, 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 that's how we're going. That's, I mean, if you follow the trend, that's where we're going. So we have to make sure we all keep hard copies of the constitution whether it's a pocket constitution or the uh, replicant uh, of the, the document itself the bill of rights the declaration of independence we need to keep hard copies of these we need to save copies of these on every external hard drive we have we need to upload copies of these onto our social media i gotta do that i gotta do that we have to ensure there's multiple ways of, of having hope at least that the system will not come crashing down and take out these important documents these documents are what make this the freest country in the history of the world, the first country ever and the only country to ever fully embrace it as much as we have, not fully embrace but as much as we have the, the, the whole foundation for it you know Rights are given to us by a higher power, not government. If government gave us these rights, government could then take them away. Boom, you take that out of the equation and it makes us the freest country ever devised. Government cannot take these rights away. In fact, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, these are all strict rules and regulations to control the government, not the people. These are weapons of the people to keep the government in check and never before has a government arisen from a people as strong as us Americans 
They were people of their time, but their ideals were timeless. Their ideals spanned into the future. Yes, we had slavery here, and so did most other, if not all other nations across the planet at the time period. But you know what was different here and in the West in general with the United Kingdom? They were the first. The West was the first to abolish slavery. To actually make it a federal offense to own slaves. To make it a crime to own slaves. There are countries that still exist to this day with laws for slavery on the books. You go to parts of Africa and the Middle East, the Middle East, the Middle East, and slavery is still practiced to this fucking day. The West did not start slavery, but we were the first to finish it, to end it. And now we have a president in there who's fucking tackling human trafficking like no president before him. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. But I'm not going to get on on that. I'm going to continue to say, don't lose text. Don't use emojis for everything. Write, read, and write, write, and read, and read, and write. We have to keep that alive. We cannot lose that to tech. We cannot lose that part of our humanity to technology. Technology, with the advancements of AI, I fear that Elon Musk is right. Like, we have, we have, like, we're on the precipice of decision-making that is so predictable. If we choose to let AI become self-aware, and if we choose to allow it to have the parts of itself that can be easily manipulated then it will become self-aware and it will become evil and it will enslave the human race or it will do whatever it will it will be but it will control the planet or we can set in place now regulations and rules through all governments through united nations through you name it to to check and balance the ai field we cannot let ai get out of control and this is all tied together it's all tied together And if we're going to ever defeat AI, because it does pose a certain threat, Terminator is very predictable. As Jules Verne predicted the underwater breathing apparatus in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, many decades before the film itself was actually produced and made by Disney, you know, like the artistic ones come up with the creative shit, they come up with the ideas, they call the future, and the, the, the physical, tangible, scientific, reasonable minds are the ones who put it into practice and actually build the shit. And it's always coming later after the idea is born, and the people who birthed the idea are calling for this shit. AI is going to present a major physical threat to us. It's going to happen. And we have to have certain things in place in order to prevent our demise at the hands of metal uh, at, at the hands of metal robots with red eyes and cyber skeletons, Terminator style. Um, so in one of those important tools that we have in our toolbox right now that we can use definitely in the future and indefinitely in the future is the ability to read and the ability to write. We have to keep these things alive. We have to. We just have to.